If you like to whistle while you work, well then, you're in luck. You found us. Just whistle while you work. And cheerfully together we can tidy up the place. This is the Mouse Radio Network. The Lord is good to me, and so I thank the Lord. For giving me the things I need The sun and rain and an apple seed Yes, he's been good to me Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee, and we hope you have had a magical week. This is episode 493, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today we are going to be talking to you about the many shows and attractions at Disney World. A lot of the time, people are focused on the rides and don't realize the other amazing things that Disney has to offer, and many of the shows that Disney has in the parks have people that have been on Broadway. But before we get started, we want to remind you that Mousecapades Podcast is a part of Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on any budget. So I think I'm going to have Kaylee kick things off for us, and she's going to start in Animal Kingdom, and we're just going to give you the shows and attractions that are at each park and just tell you a little bit about them that of what we know and if we've been to them we might give you a little bit more information so the first one is the lion king show i don't know if it has a specific name i think it is just fest oh it's festival Festival of the lion King. king there it is um and that is a show that's about 30 minutes long and it's a condensed version of the whole movie and they sing every song in the soundtrack from the original movie if i'm not mistaken yes and they have some of those uh, singers have been on broadway that's correct and some of them have been there for years now um they have traded out i think uh the young boy and maybe even the young girl but i think the man and the woman that play like mufasa oh it's a young woman and young man okay i was like where's their children in the show and then i was like wait you just mean the younger cast members i'm sorry the younger cast members that are like the leads the guy that kind of plays like um not mufasa he plays kind of simba's role when he sings right and so um anyway that's a really great show and it is from what i hear from people that have seen uh lion king on broadway which i have not unfortunately uh it's supposed to be just as good it features gymnasts animatronics that are very large a costumed puma not pumba timon and professional singers people on stilts like insane amount of things just in 30 minutes right and it's a lot of fun and they have interaction with the crowd so this is definitely a family show and we do it usually every time unless there's just a shortage of time where the line is too long to wait you can get a fast pass for it but it does have a long wait line so i mean if you just it's every hour or every half hour i I think it's every hour and they do like 10 showings a day so you have lots of opportunities to see it and i would recommend just timing it right and getting in the line because honestly there's really not a bad seat right in the theater so like you can see because they're elevated like theaters elevated stadium seating is kind of how it is yeah and i really like um actually being higher up yeah i don't mind being towards the end you can see everything because we were on the floor this last time because of the scooter and i don't think that we could see as well not that's my personal opinion yeah because when you're in like the handicap seating or like the front seating it's benches that are just on flat ground which you are closer to everything so if you have children who want to get picked to be a part of the show, then you may want to sit there. 
but otherwise I would just suggest sitting up in the back if you just want to observe because that's I think that's the best seat I agree now clear across the park in Animal Kingdom is Finding Nemo the musical and it is actually my favorite of the two musical shows it's my favorite also Um, I know that my husband Brad really prefers The Lion King I don't know why I just think that that's just one that he really enjoys but Finding Nemo uses these oversized like puppets and the people sorry some of them are as large as buildings yes like so the characters are being held or they hold the characters by a puppet and at the beginning when we first saw it I remember thinking this is going to be not this is going to be cheesy or something I just didn't have really have a thought of what it was going to be like because the people were holding the puppets but the people are also dressed like the background so you forget that they're there after a while and you're just looking at the puppet which is really cool and they bring some of the puppets out into the audience and it's just a really really cool experience and if you like Finding Nemo the movie then of course I definitely recommend you go to it because again it tries to reenact the whole movie in about 45 minutes time and it has music and then the puppets and um, there's a surprise at the end I don't want to give away what happens at the very end and if you go in a hotter time of the year it's air conditioned for 45 minutes yes in seating so like it's a worth it honestly the Lion King is the same way air conditioned it is another huge venue so they do have a lot of people in there again you can get a fast pass for it but you may want to use your fast passes for things like some of the rides yeah exactly so the next attraction is it's tough to be a bug which can be easy to miss if you're kind of trucking through the park it's actually built underneath the tree of life so you go through the queue and then it leads you through the tree of life so you can see a bunch of the carvings on the walls and stuff that you can't see if you don't do this attraction i will say it is a little scary probably for younger kids the first time we did it i was a little scared and i think i was 12 the first time we did it well it's in the dark it's very dark and, and I think they tell you that when it's, they... Yes, they say it may be intense for some children. It's dark. It has spider animatronics that fall from the ceiling. Um, it's got a very large hopper animatronic. If it works, sometimes I think because the ride or the attraction's a little older, it's starting to kind of malfunction a little. Yeah, it's original um, to the park. It's very original, yeah. And so they are like, there are little things that pop up through the back of your seat. So... If you're somebody, like, that's a warning. So if you just don't want that feeling, I guess just I always lean forward because I don't like it. So I just lean forward. And so if you know that it's coming, then it's not as bad. But I will say, I think it is a family-friendly show, but it is a little intense. So if your kids get scared pretty easily, it's probably a little too intense. So another show that's fairly new, and it's right next door to Yak and Yeti, where we told you about last week on our food uh, podcast, It's a bird in flight is the name of it, I'm pretty sure. And they have Russell and Doug help host this performance. And they just bring out exotic birds and they have the birds do activity for you and they fly over you and stuff. If you're afraid of birds, obviously you do not want to go to this show. Um, I know some children are afraid of birds. And so you might want to think about that. But if they like Up and Russell and Doug, it's a cute little show. Uh, Kayla was kind of bored with it, but I think it's because you're an adult. Yeah, um, I did think it was neat. The birds are big, too. Like, they're not small. A lot of the birds are very large and probably as big as a toddler. So, like, if your child is very scared of birds, they fly over the crowd multiple times. So I would say just be cautious and be aware of that. Right. And Kevin the bird is not in this particular thing. He actually roams the park. You can always watch YouTube videos. I always recommend that if you're unsure if your child will like it. Um, So the next 
attraction is Rivers of Light, which is the new nighttime show. It's fairly, I say new because it's fairly new within the last few years. Yeah, and so years. you sit in this like stadium kind of outdoor stadium, outdoor stadium style seating. And it's on the river right there that's uh, near the Finding Nemo uh, attraction that we already talked about near uh, the Dinosaur Land. Dinosaur Land, uh, Everest, Expedition Everest. It's like right around that area. And the stadium seating sits around it. So honestly, again, not really anywhere is a bad seat. Right. Because there's boats. There's, uh, I don't know that there's fireworks. We haven't done it in a few years, so I forgot. It did not have fireworks. Not fireworks, but it's got a lot of projections on water. And it's really neat. Very unique to the park. So I would suggest if you've never seen it, I think you should at least see it once. Yes, definitely see it if you can. Uh, We actually even saw it on a night that was relatively cold for December. Yes. And we were a little chilly because some water sprayed. And um, we were like, ah! So I think it's perfect for the summer, probably. Right, yeah. So definitely you want to do it if you're there in the summer. So something that we didn't find until, I don't know, four or five years into our trips was Rafiki's Planet Watch. It is right next to the exit of Kilimanjaro Safari. So when you're coming off Kilimanjaro Safaris, I can't talk today, it is to the left. And the reason that we saw it was when we were on Kilimanjaro, we saw the train. Remember, we saw train tracks and we were like, there's a train here? All the years we had been there, we're like, we never saw a train. So it's actually a train that looks out into the property. Like you face outward. It's kind of strange when you'll see what, what I'm talking about. You ride sideways is what it is. Instead of facing forward, it's like you're sideways and you move sideways. And you're kind of like in pews, like an old church yes. that you're sitting in. And so you face out and the conductor tells you stuff along the way and they, they take you to Rafiki's Planet Watch. And obviously Rafiki is from the Lion King and he has his own little place. It had some petting animals. It has like a little jungle gym area for kids to play yeah. on. If you've been to a zoo that has something like this, it's got, it's like an insect house. So they've got a bunch of like insects you can look at. They've even got a little movie in there. At least the last time we were there, they got right. a little movie in there about all the animals that they have. And sometimes Rafiki is there, the dress up. So yes. you can't see him anywhere else, I don't think. No, I've never really seen him other than the parades. And so that, if you really like, if that's a character you want to meet, that's something to do there. So... I would definitely recommend you do this, especially if you have small children and you need a little break so that they can run around and you need a break to sit down. Yes, the the playground area is outside, but like the insect house, all that, the movie, everything, that is all inside and it's air conditioned. That's right. So, so next up is Hollywood Studios and we are going to take you to Ariel's Undersea Adventure. This was not something that I think we watched until maybe our third trip there just because there's so much there was so much to do at Hollywood Studios at that time and so we just never watched it and we went in 2014 and one of our friends was like you know you really need to go see this it's a really great show and it is it's a shortened version of the Little movie. Mermaid yeah and I don't know that those actors and actresses, I think they're just cast members. I don't think that they were necessarily on Broadway, but they have good voices and they retell the show and it's fun. It is dark in there, though, I will tell you again. And they tell you that when you're waiting in the line. It's not scary dark. It's a theater dark. Right. It just gets dark and um, because they do some glow-in-the-dark stuff. Yeah, it's like neon puppets. Right. So the Eric and Ariel cast members are real, but everything else is puppets, like all the fish and everything, which it's actually really neat because... It has to be so dark because the people 
um, controlling the puppets can't be seen. Exactly. And so that's why they use the neon so you can see the puppets but not people. So it's actually like very neat. So if you have a child that really likes The Little Mermaid, I think they would really like the show. The next show is the Disney Junior show, which we cannot say we've ever done because since we've been going to Disney, uh, Joey and I were a little old for that, like the Playhouse Disney stuff, and then it transitioned to Disney Junior. But if you have really young kids, it's an air-conditioned show. If they are scared of dress-ups, they may be a little little scared. Although the dress-ups are on stage, like so if you sit far enough back, maybe they'd be okay. Again, maybe you want to show them a YouTube video of like what the show looks like from a an audience member's view to see like can they handle this do they think it's interesting but it features a bunch of different disney junior characters they're constantly swapping them in and yes out. and so, so it's the current ones it's not like they wouldn't have something like when you were little she used to watch roly poly oli they wouldn't a, have roly poly oli or anything right if you guys know what that is yeah i know crime i just gotta say but uh they don't feature like really old characters it's very very current So if your kids are right now watching Disney Junior and you go, it will be those characters. Exactly. Beauty and the Beast is a show that is amazing to me. I love this show. It is musical and it's 40 minutes, I think. Yeah, they condense. It's again, a condensed version of the movie. Large dress ups. Yes, there are large dress ups. So, but they are on stage. So they're not going to come out and greet the kids. So if your your friends or your children are afraid of dress ups, don't worry about that because it's all on stage. But it's very well done. And I think it's a nice condensed version. And I always recommend everybody goes. It is an outside theater. So be just know that. But it's also a nice break to sit when you've yeah. been walking around the parks for days. I recommend bringing from this is just like a tip to pack for Disney. Those like little fans, the like battery operated ones. They sell things like that at Disney, but much more expensive than you can get them at home at like a grocery store or the dollar store even so I recommend if you want to go to shows like this that are outside where you're sitting for a long time bring something like that where you can just aim it at your face so you're a little more comfortable the next show is my favorite nighttime show in all of Disney World it's Fantasmic this is a an evening show and it features fireworks water projections boats live dress-up characters um, I don't even know what else. Large, large animatronics things that are very, and like puppetry kind of stuff. But they're far enough away that nobody needs to worry about No, them. there's like a huge river thing in between you and the stage area. So there's no way like, the, there's no way they could ever interact with you. That's kind of what I'm saying. But I definitely think this is worth it. They now, I think they've gone back to two showings, at least in the busier times of the year. So when we were at Christmas, we went at Christmas, they were showing two shows a night, which is nice because then you have a better chance of getting in. Stadium seating outside, really not a bad spot in the house to sit. I wouldn't recommend like all the way on the ends probably, but even if you're in the line at a decent time, they recommend getting in line 30 minutes to an hour before the show starts. We I have waited an hour before. We have waited an hour. I would recommend 40 minutes and you should get a seat that's not on the complete end. But I definitely recommend it's one of the most expensive shows that Disney runs. Um, I think maybe one day we'll do a show about ex- like expensive the prices things, of the, the prices, shows. But this is worth it. It show it's like thirty minutes long. They use pretty much everything they've got in the books. So I would definitely prioritize. And this. it's a really fun show. We got to watch it. If you listen to our trip report, we got to listen to it with a family that had never seen it before. So yeah, it's always fun to watch it through somebody else's eyes. And it eyes. has a storyline too. Yes, it has a storyline. So it's not just like other shows where they just show a bunch of things, which is also really cool. But it has a storyline. Correct. 
So Indiana Jones is a big one, and it's been there, I believe, since the park opened. Yeah. And they keep saying having rumors that they're going to get rid of it, but then there's a lot of fans or Die hard fans. Yeah, they're, they're like, like no, no, you can't get rid of Indiana Jones, and it's a really cool, cool adventure show. They do pull adults, not kids, from the audience for this show, and have them. Uh, play along with some of the actors so if you're into indiana jones and you like those kinds of series or especially boys i think really love indiana jones so sometimes kaylee and i would go see beauty and the beast and brad and joey would go see indiana jones because you know obviously that's more geared to a boy than beauty and the beast is maybe so i remember wanting to see it dad and i saw it on our father-daughter trip though because we hadn't seen it in a long time and i was like you know i just want to go see it again it's been like six years since i've seen it probably but I definitely recommend it. Lots of action stuff, fire, explosions, stuff like that. Super right. interesting. The next show is the Frozen sing-along. So maybe dads, maybe you're super pumped, maybe you're not. Even little brothers may be super pumped or not. I know that's how our our dad, my dad and brother are, but it is a 30-minute show. Correct, Mom? 30 minutes? 30 minutes. And it takes you through the story of Frozen, but instead of using characters which are in the show they use royal historians of Arendelle and they're super hilarious they like improv up there they're super funny and they keep it real enough and they use jokes for kids and parents so like they'll alternate them and there are some things that they say that like only parents would get so they try to make it tolerable for the parents that are taking their children in there even if they don't like it and they feature Olaf, Kristoff, Anna, and Elsa all of them and, and again, this is air-conditioned. Air-conditioned. Super cold, actually, because, of course, frozen. They yeah. keep it pretty cold in there. So And there's nice. a surprise at the end of this show, too. So uh, you can look forward to that when they get done at the very end before they dismiss you out. And if you go at Christmas time like we do, they add a couple extra songs to the show. From the Christmas short that they did. Correct. The Muppets Vision 3D is just classic. And I know that there's been talks many times about maybe taking this out, but... I just think it would be a travesty because I just think that Muppets are... They're relatable for any age. Like, right. kids now know what they are. And so I think that's so sad if you would take it out. I do kind of wish that they would update the, the video a little bit. That's true. Uh, but it is a cool 3D movie. Again, air-conditioned. So these are things that you need to think about when you have small children and they might need a rest or you need a rest. And you're sweating and you need a little break. It's entertaining. Yes. air-conditioned. You're not walking constantly. It's just nice to take a break. And it's located like right outside of the new Star Wars land. Yes. So it's to the left of the Star Wars land. So you can find it. I would recommend shows like this, especially if you have small children that need a nap. It's a great environment because it's usually quiet. Like from people, at least. The show is not quiet. But if your child can sleep through kind of noisy stuff, I would say these are perfect things take them into air conditioning watch a show let them fall asleep take a nap then you don't have to constantly worry about going back to your hotel or resort our next park is epcot and so there's actually lots of things in epcot because i personally think the world showcase is like an entire attraction even though there are rides in it but we'll start with future world so the aquarium is in future world um which is after you can go in the aquarium which maybe some people don't know but you can also ride the Finding Nemo ride and then it will take you and you exit into the aquarium area. And that just features like bunches of fish. We saw manatees on our last trip. Um, A lot of exotic fish too that you can't see a lot of other places. It's two floors. Again, a great place if you just need a rest or if your kids just want to like sit and look at something for a long time. I know I'm 
I was entertained by fish as a child, like very thoroughly. So I think it's just interesting for everybody to, yeah. to look at the intricacy of the, each animal and see the different things that are in there. Um, I remember I looked at the seahorses probably for 15 minutes. I just love to watch. You just watch fish do their thing and you're just like, this is so entertaining. It is. I mean, it's that's why people pay to go to aquariums. That's yeah. why our state just got a new aquarium. So definitely check that out. Turtle Talk with Crush is very cute. Again, my kids were bigger when we went for the first time. So Kaylee and Joey, even though they were 9 and 12, they still enjoyed this. And it's interactive. So Crush, talk, obviously, he talks to them. But he feeds on the crowd of that time. So they have people in there that obviously have video cameras or something that they can see who the crowd is and they personalize it to each uh show yeah to each shot uh i will say this is in the aquarium turtle talk with crush is in the aquarium area and i wouldn't waste a fast pass on it because it's like a 10 minute show that rotates so like 10 minutes people are in there and then you go in after they're exiting so it's like a constantly rotating show so i wouldn't use a fast pass on it even though you can I would say if you have a small child, they let the small children sit at the front. Yes. And I would say they ask questions and like most kids will raise their hand. I say have your child know a question before they go in there so they're That's not a just good like idea. so they're not just like uh I don't know. Like they just raise their hand because they want to be called on. Right. So I would say talk with your child and be like, so what are you gonna ask Crush when you're in there? Blah blah blah. Yeah, prompt them. So they have one. With an ocean question. He'll answer any question and the per- who whoever is running the microphone is amazing about making jokes about some of the questions that have been asked because they ask things that they don't know because he lives in the ocean. But um it's just a really cool show and it's something that changes all the time. So if you saw it two times in in the same day, it would still be different because it's a different set of people and a different crowd. The Pixar shorts are one of our favorite things to do. Again, air conditioned in a theater. This is actually a 4D experience. So you go in again, you can use a fast pass, but I would not waste it because it's like a 15 minute rotation, 15 to 20 minutes. So I would not waste it. You'll only have to wait that much probably. The theater's huge. You do wear 3D glasses. And it is, it features three different Pixar shorts. They rotate. I will say they don't rotate as frequently as I would hope they would. Yeah, I, I thought think they, they would do like quarterly. I think they keep them for like a year at least, usually, and then they rotate them. They're still very good. And you go in the theater, you have 3D glasses on and the floor. So they tell you that you can't leave the theater. If you have small children, this is like important to know it's yes. important you're not supposed to leave the theater and if you need to you're supposed to get a cast member to lead you out because the floor moves not excessively but like it shakes it tilts a little bit you get you slightly get sprinkled if there's water they change the lighting in the theater to match what's on the screen it's really immersive but if you have small children i would recommend sitting on the end of a row so if you do need to leave it's very easy so you're not like distracting getting up in the middle of a row to leave but i think it's super entertaining and again air conditioned super nice to take a rest nice comfy chairs in my opinion i think they're pretty comfy to sit in for 15 minutes and pixar shorts is over near the figment ride it's right next to it yeah so it's pretty easy to locate they just in the land area, we're back or over in the land area where most people know that Soren's in that area. They had closed a show that was called The Circle of Life, I don't know, a couple years ago, I believe. And now they are replacing it with something called Awesome Planet. 
obviously we have not seen it because it just opened in January, but it's a presentation of the Earth's animals and landscapes. So if you like to do that kind of thing, again, it's air conditioned. It's a place to sit down for a few minutes. It, 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 I think it would be worth checking out for sure. And it's nice, like, if you were in the land and you, like, have a fast pass for either living with the land or, like, soaring, but you have time to kill, I would say it's probably a nice thing to just go in and sit to kill some time before a fast pass even. The next show is in the Canadian Pavilion, and it's a Canadian Circle Vision show. So that means it's a 360 movie. So if you get sick, that's probably something to note. Me? Yes, it, it can make you sick if you're kind of motion sickness. So keep that in mind. But it's a 360 movie on the highlights of Canada. We've actually never seen this show. We've and they not. changed it, which is so sad because Martin Short used to host it. And I don't think he does anymore. Oh, I, think they, I think they changed it. I could be mistaken on that, but I think he was moved out of it. And so I think that would be nice. You do stand in the 360 movies because you have to be able to look around. So that's not a sitting show. It is air conditioned, but not a sitting show. So take that into consideration for sure. So in the French Pavilion, they just added the Be the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which I'm excited about, Kaylee. I don't know if you are, but I am. we haven't talked about it. They have the French movie Impressions de Francais that's there. And so they're alternating in the same theater. They didn't want to take that movie out because people were still interested in seeing it. Yet they wanted to do something like fresh, Fro yeah, something like Frozen has over at Hollywood Studios. So they're having this Beauty and the Beast sing along. So I'm pretty psyched about checking it out and see what they've done with it since I've been in the Frozen one and I yeah. know how good that one is. And listeners, like, let us know if you go and get to do that. Yeah, because that'd be I'm great. kind of interested to know if it's the old songs from the original cartoon or if it's the new version from the um, live action one. That's really that's what true. I'm I'm wondering about. This one's kind of not specific, but like I said at the beginning of our Epcot portion, the whole World Showcase is like an attraction because every country is different. Um, and I know we have not been to any foreign countries like that, so like it's all new to me. Um, and they usually have something different every time you're there, even if it's in a store or something. But I would just say they have multiple shows throughout the countries and they post times and most of them are outside. Like they have right. one in Morocco and that music is like from that country the stuff they perform they have a drum show in japan that happens every once in a while like throughout the day so if you're interested in those things like check those out when you go through the countries and you can even check i think on your app when those happen and so if you're really interested in those i would recommend because that's something we actually haven't taken the time to do a lot of because we're always trying to go yeah we're always trying to get from place to place and i actually just remembered another attraction we forgot is the one in the American Pavilion, which I forgot the name of it. It's about American Adventure. The American Adventure, which is a long show. And I'm going to be honest, I think if you heard our trip She's report, napped through it. I have time. napped through it every single time. I cannot make it through the whole thing because usually we're exhausted. Not because it's boring. No, it's just dark and it's air conditioned and it's so nice. The animatronics are amazing. They though. are. And the music is incredible. I always wake up for the music at the end because it's so good. Yeah, and if you know anything about music, John Williams is amazing, and he um, they had him add some music onto the this particular program. Very, the animatronics are very impressive. They move a lot, right? And they're animatronics of our like historic, like history, fig like important figures in history. So you definitely want to check that out, especially if you're a historian. There are a lot of people that really, really love history. The other thing, and we, if you listen to our trip report, we won't talk about this too much, is Epcot Forever, which is the new fireworks show that they have there. 
And um, Kaylee had known that there were drones involved and everything with it, but we didn't get to see that part because it had been raining. But the show itself, even without the drones, was amazing. So like everything in Disney, it's just awesome. And so you want to check it out when you go. I think it has a lot of children singing, which I thought was cute that they let children sing in it. Because a lot of times Disney has very like grand choirs that are singing and they're very impressive but I kind of like that they brought it back down and they let children sing because it's all about that's like what Walt's vision was was we're all like children at heart so now we're going to Magic Kingdom the original Magic Kingdom so we're going to try to take you around the park this way at least that was the easiest way for me to think of all the attractions so we'll start in Adventureland so when you go into Magic Kingdom that's on your left Um, and the Tiki Room is the first thing uh, you're, or one of the first things you're going to come across, which is an attraction, and it is original to the park, and it was... A Walt. A Walt Imagine, yeah. And it was one of... The, I think it was the first thing that he had animatronics in, and it was so impressive, like, because of the amount of animatronics in that show. It's yes. about birds, it's air-conditioned, you sit on benches, it's like a circle theater, so you can see no matter where you're sitting. It's got the famous Tiki Room song. Yeah, and, like, that's another one... I think you can use a fast pass. Don't waste it because it's a rotating show every 10 to 15 minutes. The cast members will even tell you that. Yeah, they'll even like say, I would use it on something else. Um, So I just recommend it because if anything, it's a Walt attraction. The animatronics are not the most advanced, especially if you go to like Avatar, the Pandora Land, and you see that animatronic in the boat ride. Very basic animatronics, but... For the time? Super, like, impressive for the time that they came out. And just the the sheer amount of them is so impressive in one place. So I definitely recommend. Yes. Then around the corner from that is the Country Bear Jamboree, which I went to it one day because I grew up with the Country Bears. My mom took me to Country Bears on ice, so that'll date me a little bit. People (laughs) will know. But the Country Bears would come, and they would ice skate, and you'd get to see them. They'd come close to where you were sitting if you had good seats and um, not really talk to you, but they would, like, motion at you and stuff. And just was a really fun time and a nice memory for me. And it does have cheesy songs in there. In fact, there's some songs in there that I'm not sure if they remade it would have it because one of the songs has beer in it, and I don't think that they would intentionally put that in a song today. Yeah, and like another one is the one, the one that gets me is there's like the three triplet bears that sing and one of their first lines is they say like all the guys I ever see get me shook and first of all, if you're young like me, shook is like a slang word that just came around like people say I'm shook. Right. And so I was shook to hear that they use that word and the other thing is, in that same song, they sing, all the guys that turn me on, turn me down. And I'm like, I don't know that they put that in a family show anymore. Right. But it's perfect for the time of when that That's was made. True. And uh, Super funny still. Like, I laugh every time. There's a Country Bear movie that came out. In um, 2001 or something. Like yeah, because really. Kaylee watched it a lot. She doesn't remember too much of it now. I but do. I remember. It was bad. Like, no, I remember it thinking about it. It was bad. But, like still funny like yeah. if I would go back it's still be something that you should just tr- at least try once yeah um then the hall of presidents yes the hall of presidents is well before we get to that I forgot I listed the Swiss family Robinson treehouse late because I forgot about it that's actually the first thing you'll come across in Adventureland and this is a treehouse and it's a lot of stairs so if you're in a wheelchair or anything unfortunately it's not wheelchair accessible from the time it was built. So you walk up these huge stairs and we just did it for the first time on this last trip, me, dad, and Joey did because too many stairs for mom, unfortunately. 
Um, but it's just kind of like this family that lives in a treehouse, and so it's got all their like little mementos, and it takes you through all their different rooms, their kitchen, their living room, all this stuff. But it's in a tree, and it's actually got one of the best views of yes. the whole park up at the top. And we got some awesome pictures, like you can see into Tomorrowland, and you can see the castle and everything from a certain point up there. So definitely recommend it if you want some good pictures. Okay, so now we're at the Hall of Presidents, yes. which is near uh, the um, Haunted Mansion across from, like, the Liberty Bell showboat, I believe. Is that what that is? Yes, that's across from That's there. another, I guess, a, well, no, it's more of a ride. But anyways, so the Hall of Presidents just has all of our presidents from the beginning of time till now in there. As you've known, if you listen to the podcast for any amount of time, there's been lots of controversy with the Hall of Presidents. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially about, recently. Right. So, um, but I definitely think you should check it out as well done animatronics in there. And they're always adding to and fixing things, especially when we get a new president. And so you definitely want to go and listen to that. And I think it's led by Abe Lincoln, right? Because I think, I think so, that's yeah. what you were impressed about. And the fact, yeah, the fact that they have, well, first of all, that animatronic walks and I was, I'm going to use that she word was again. Shook. I was shook when I saw that animatronic walk. I was like, are you kidding me? And he stands up and I was like, what is this? And the fact that, they show all the presidents. They have an animatronic of every president. Now, it doesn't necessarily move excessively, right. each one, but they have that many. Like, that's so many animatronics of humans to make. And so they and they look, most of them look pretty true. Pretty to, dead on. Like, yeah. And that's awesome. The next attraction is one of our favorites. I think it was one of the first things we ever did, honestly, on one of our first trips. It's Mickey's Magic. So that's going to be, if you're... If you're coming out of the Hall of Presidents and you walk towards the Haunted Mansion to Fantasyland, you'll pass It's a Small World and Peter Pan's Flight. And on the same side as Peter Pan's Flight, you'll find Mickey's Philhar Magic, which this is just a 10-minute show. Again, don't waste a fast pass on it. 3D. Definitely think it could use some updating, but it's still good and we like seeing it every single time. It's about Mickey and his orchestra that he's going to conduct but then the whole thing is they're not ready to start when the show starts and so donald has to get everything ready but then he uses mickey's famous hat and he puts it on and then goes on this adventure through a bunch of different disney movies trying to catch it and true uh disney fashion donald is a mess because he always seems to get himself into trouble and so he puts the hat on and then yes. the adventure begins and it runs you through some of the show's Really, from when I was in college, so like Beauty and the Beast, Little a lot Mermaid. of the nineties, like right. the, the Renaissance era, of yes, movies is what it takes you through. Exactly. Um, at the end, I would say don't forget because some people I think miss it. Uh, make sure you turn around towards the back of the theater at the end, like yes. when the show's over. You'll that there's something like special back there. The next one is Story Time with Belle, which Kaylee has not done. I did this on my ladies trip that I went last year with the mom trip or whatever you want to call it. And honestly, if you don't look for it, you don't really know it's there. Before you get to the Be Our Guest restaurant, it's on the left, like right before you get to where you tell them that you're there because you have a reservation for lunch. And so you go into this little cottage and it takes you into different magical rooms and kind of reenacts parts of the movie, not all of it, but it's interactive so that they pull kids, mostly kids, they do use some adults, but mostly kids, to reenact parts of the movie and I was impressed because there was some magical things in there I don't want to give away because I didn't expect things that went on when we were in there so definitely if you have a little girl you definitely want to do this and even the boys were having a good time because they had parts for them so 
we did have a fast pass for this one because it does sometimes have a long line. But if it only has like a 40 minute wait, I would do it because I believe that your kids would really, really love it and be surprised by the magic. We're going to move on to Tomorrowland and an attraction we've talked about a lot. So I won't talk about it a ton, but it's the Carousel Progress, which is an original to Disney World. It's very impressive for the time, the animatronics. Uh, they do malfunction sometimes, but just the sheer amount of them in one room is impressive. I will say, if you have small children, make sure you use the bathroom before you go on this because Definitely. it is a 20-minute show and you cannot leave at all because it's a rotating theater. So once you're on it, you're on it and you can't leave. Air-conditioned, super nice. If you have young kids, it's probably good for them to take a small nap. But I would definitely, even yourselves if you're tired, but I would definitely recommend trying to watch it once all the way through. It's super impressive. Yes, and this is another one that's been very controversial because people have wanted to get rid of it, but it's just so classic and it's Walt. I mean, when I see it, I think of Walt. And I think some things we need to, to maintain. I know we have to do some innovative things and add on to the park and make new things like Tron and all yes. that. But but I think that this is classic and we should keep it. I will say, like, it is kind of, especially if someone young like me, if you've not seen it before, they were predicting the 80s. So, like, that last scene is predicting the 80s because obviously it was done before the 80s. And so it's very weird to look at because obviously we are, like, 40 to 50 years ahead of that now. But it's just impressive how much they did guess that we have um, that we had, like that existed in the eighties. And yes. now that is coming about in the two, like 2020. Exactly. So it's very interesting how much they guessed correctly just for the eighties. Unlike movies that That's we'd true. be flying in cars by now. Yep. So monsters laugh floor is always a favorite of ours. And really until the last couple trips, they've always picked Brad as one of the characters that they use. They interact with the crowd a lot. They pick some children and some adults. And so if you have jokes, bring some jokes with you because they're going to ask you to text jokes. And that's what's so cool about this is every time you go, it's a different show, kind of like we talked about with Turtle Time with uh, Crush, because they're always changing it up. It's based on the crowd that's there and they feed off the people that are in the audience and they use the jokes from the audience. So you could see that show three or four times in one day and it's going to be a different show every time because it's always going to have different guests in there and it's always going to have different jokes that were sent in by guests. So you definitely don't want to miss that. And it's it's a good laugh and it's air conditioned and it's a seat. I mean, there's just yes. so many reasons that you want to do it. And if you are a Monsters, Inc. fan, you definitely want to do this. I wouldn't recommend using a fast pass, even if the line's a little long. I would not recommend using a fast pass because they have kind of a really neat queue and once you get to a certain part of it, they've got video footage that they're showing you. So it's pretty entertaining the whole time you wait. Our next attraction, one of our last ones, is just the fireworks and projection show at the castle, which is like one of the main reasons that some people go to Disney World is to see that. I think it's Kaylee. Me, the iconic show. Uh, and they've really updated it. It used to just be fireworks but they've really added into the technology. They've got projections onto the castle. They change it into different things. They show different things from movies while they're, um, uh, while they're setting off fireworks. And it honestly is like a storyline also. They take you through the different things of each sh uh, movie that they decide to show you. And if you're wondering if you want to hang out at the parks, you can look online on YouTube and see videos to see if this is something that's going to be okay for your family. I know that some kids are scared by loud noises 
and uh, large crowds because there will be a large crowd for this. So that might be something that you want to go on YouTube and check out. Yes, very much so. In front of the castle, there's a stage and there's always shows going on, but you need to check the individual schedule that they have when you're entering the park with the maps. It changes every day. So I can't really tell you from day to day what it's going to be or even what shows are going to play because depending on the season, it changes. So you definitely want to check those out. And again, those are things that you can look at online and see if, you know, there's three shows that day of a different show, three different kinds of shows, and you want to decide which ones are the most important to you. You could get a quick view on YouTube, decide with your family which ones you do want to see, because I know a lot of times not everybody in the family wants to hang out and do a show in front of the castle. Or you could divide and conquer where mom and dad, mom does one thing with one kid and dad does one thing with another kid or kids. So um, you just have to do what works for you. But we just felt it was really important to let you guys know that I know a lot of times everybody's all engulfed in the rides and they are very important. We are the same way. We can't wait to do our fast passes. And so we're, uh, but we wanted you to know there are other things to do and there are places to get some good air conditioning. I would say as just a note, if you have any sort of show that's outside that you're wanting to see, like Fantasmic, the Beauty and the Beast stage show, the shows in front of the castle that we talked about, if you are wanting to do any of those I would not like bet on them happening because Florida is known to rain very randomly. And so those are the kind of shows that can get canceled because of the weather. So I would say, including the fireworks shows and like all those kinds of things, I would say don't bet on those happening and don't like bank on that with your children, especially small children, because they'll be really disappointed. So I would say with them, bank on like the fast passes and everything because that's way more likely to happen because breakdowns do happen but the outside shows like can be disappointing if kids were really wanting to see them and that was what they were looking forward to most on the trip and then it gets canceled so I would say just keep that in mind so kids don't get disappointed or even adults because I get disappointed sometimes yes she does we hope you've enjoyed and maybe learned a little information about the shows and the attractions that are at Disney Beyond the Rides if you are interested in becoming a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can simply email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or just get a free quote, text us at 636-373-4497. Or you can contact me at vicki.black, it's V-I-C-K-I-E, dot black like the color, at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter account at Mousecapades Pod. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, Kaylee, I think it's definitely about that time. Disney love. And pixie dust. Have, Have a magical, magical day, day, my friends. friends. Every day as happy as can be Because I know that with his care My apple trees, they will still be there Oh, the Lord is good